0: The news in 20 minutes, every 20 minutes. This is LBC News. Six minutes after seven is the time. Let's head over now to the United States. The Attorney General, we've learned tonight, is appointing a special prosecutor to oversee the probes into Donald Trump. Let's speak to our Washington correspondent, Simon Marks. Simon, big development. What does this mean? Yeah, it's a very big development. What it means, David, is that the Department of Justice and the Attorney General, Merrick Garland, essentially uh, want to advance the investigations into Donald Trump, the two uh, investigations that the Department of Justice has begun one of course into whether Donald Trump fermented the January 6th deadly uprising by his conspiracy theory believing supporters on Capitol Hill last year uh, and the second probe being into all of those classified documents that somehow managed to make their way to uh, Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate instead of to the National Archives where they should have gone uh, so what Merrick Garland is doing is putting both of those probes into the hands of a semi Independent special prosecutor who will now, on behalf of the Department of Justice, lead both of those investigations in a in a fashion that is independent of the Department of Justice, and then make any appropriate referrals if the special counsel concludes that prosecutions uh, are warranted. This essentially is Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, saying this particular potato is too hot for the Department of Justice to handle directly because it's got all sorts of uh, political elements to it, especially now that Donald Trump has declared himself to be a candidate in the race for the Republican Party's presidential nomination ahead of the uh, 2024 election. Therefore, the Department of Justice, to avoid being accused of being politically motivated uh, in terms of the decisions that it now makes, is going to put all of this in the hands of an independent... uh, Uh, Special counsel. Now, uh, pity the poor individual who is about to be revealed, and we're going to be hearing from Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, a bit later in the afternoon here. Pity the poor individual who's getting the job, because they, of course, will suddenly be in the crosshairs uh, of controversy with Democrats urging them uh, to throw the book at Donald Trump and Republicans insisting that they're engaged in persecution of the former president uh, and a witch hunt. But, you know, this is basically. Uh, The next stage in the saga, we always knew something was coming because uh, remember that the Department of Justice said that they would not... Uh, proceed with any uh, criminal indictment of the former president or members of his inner circle within a 60-day window of the midterm elections. Well, that window has now closed. Donald Trump then, in a bit of an effort to kind of outpace the Department of Justice as well uh, as his potential rivals in the race for the Republican Party's presidential nomination, went ahead with that event at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday, formally declaring that he's a candidate for elected office again here in the United States, and now the Department of Justice has made this move. It means that the special counsel, whoever he or she turns out to be, uh, will have a budget. They'll have the capacity to hire prosecutors, hire lawyers. Uh, They may even have a suite of offices rented for them in the middle of Washington, D.C. to pursue this probe. They'll have the power to question witnesses, to gather depositions. Uh, This could be, you know, potentially a lengthy process, depending on how far the existing investigations have already advanced. Uh, this will be sending a signal to Donald Trump that his legal uh, difficulties are only about to intensify, but it will also be sending a signal to Donald Trump that if he wants to campaign, as he did on Tuesday night in that uh, speech announcing his presidential intentions, if he wants to campaign on a, a platform of ending what he described as the festering corruption uh, that he says exists at the FBI and the Department of Justice, well he. Is another opportunity for him to highlight that and insist, as he did on Tuesday, that I am a victim. It also sends a message to the Republicans who are about to take control of Congress uh, and who only yesterday announced a widening of their investigations into the Biden family's business dealings uh, that Republicans may want to uh, double down on their threats to bring Merrick Garland, the Attorney General, Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI... Uh, and other senior figures within uh, within Joe Biden's uh, inner circle and entourage. The Republicans may want to haul them up before committees of Congress early in the new year once they take control of the House of Representatives and ask them why, from a Republican viewpoint, they are engaged in the witch hunt and persecution of the former president. So, bottom line... Donald Trump and his legal difficulties have intensified and every single reporter in this town now knows, David, that for months to come, we're going to be talking about him. Certainly will be. While we've got you, Simon, be good to get your take on, obviously, what's been happening at Twitter. Of course, we've been discussing the news that it could be uh, falling offline this, uh, this weekend. Elon Musk himself been tweeting uh, tonight. At the moment, no decision he says been made as to whether or not Donald Trump's account will be reinstated. Yes, no word on that yet, he says, although he's reinstated the accounts of a couple of other people who were banned for um, uh, engaging in acts of parody that were were not identified as acts of parody, including the comedian uh, Kathy Griffin. Elon Musk says they've all been reinstated, but he says Trump decision has not yet been made. He's just put out another tweet within the last 40 minutes saying the new Twitter policy is freedom of speech but not freedom of reach. Negative and hate tweets, he says, will be max de-boosted, i mean i think that means that what he's going to do is take steps to make sure that they don't get amplified on twitter and demonetized so no ads or other revenues flow to twitter you won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out he says i mean how he's going to i mean i'm not i'm no let me put my hand up i'm no technical expert but how he would go about engaging you know making good on that pledge when all the reporting suggests that most of the people that were running Twitter's back end and all the engineers have either fired or have resigned because they've pushed back against Elon Musk's insistence that everybody's got to wait work 18-hour days and that working from home will no longer uh, be tolerated. I think is a very open question. I mean, Twitter itself is replete with tech experts predicting that the platform is going to collapse under its own weight because it doesn't have the back end staff available any longer. Uh, to keep it doing all the things that they obviously do in the back rooms of Twitter to make sure that the platform stays available. Uh, and, uh, you know, there is still this open question about, is he going to bring Donald Trump back? And I think, presumably, the answer is that at some point he is, even though he says the decision has not yet been made. Uh, I should say that over on Mastodon, which is this uh, sort of alternative platform that many uh, users have started to migrate to from Twitter, uh there are concerns being expressed that if indeed Twitter does collapse over the weekend or next week, there'll be so many people migrating over to Mastodon that their servers uh, may not be able to handle the crush of new registrations. So there are some suggestions that some of those servers open for uh, new registrations may soon be closed as a protective measure to keep the Mastodon platform up and running. I've looked for David Dom on Mastodon. I don't think he's there yet. Is He's not yet. You've got Simon to come Marks. on over, come on in. The water's lovely. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I'll be checking it out. <laughs> Great to speak to you. LBC's Washington correspondent Simon Marks. Thank you very much indeed. LBC News.